A From Dublin to Cleveland production. Hello and welcome to From Dublin to Cleveland. I am Logan Howard, joined as always by the one and only Brendan Thomas Merritt. Hi, Brendan. How's it going? Life is great. Always great. I've been working on a project for eight months at work and finally officially launched it today. So uh, very excited about that. Just like you guys always get a little taster of Irish culture on uh, these videos. Now all my students in the school will as well. From uh, the lowest levels all the way to the very highest levels. So uh, always happy to expand the cultural awareness of the Emerald Isle. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, so thank you, uh, to all you who have been listening and staying with us. We appreciate you. If you'd send us a message from Dublin to Cleveland to let us know, you know, your thoughts and ideas and stuff for our future episodes, you can also in the links in the below, uh, you can find your own shirt. Uh, they are coming multiple different colors. They're not just the black. If you click on it the first time, you'll just see a black colored shirt. There are other colors, so go ahead, look at him. If you'd like to buy one or something like that, we'd love that and appreciate that. Uh, for today's episode, we are going to be playing a game called Color Rush. This is a color association game. It is going to be telling, I'm going to give a color, I'm going to say a color to Brendan, I'm going to say a color red, green, yellow, blue, all those kind of colors. And Brendan is going to give his first thoughts, and then I'll give my first thoughts on what I think of when I think of that color. And then we'll go. We'll see us how many we can get through in 20, 25 minutes or so. Uh, and then we will go to our devotion time, which will be in Genesis, because this is a color episode and we are taking back the rainbow today. All right. <laughs> so with all that being said, let us start with the first Take color. Take that alphabet, people. Take that alphabet, people. <laughs> We're going to start with the first color, which is the first color that you probably think of when you think of a color, and it is going to be the color red. Brendan, when you think of the color red, what do you think of? The red velvet cupcakes that I baked on Monday and I'm still chewing on four days later. That's right, people. It's Thursday, not Saturday. This is being filmed in your future. What about you, Logan? What do you think of when you think of red? Uh, well... When I think of red, I think of fire trucks. I think of fire engines that come screaming past our uh, our house because we have uh, we're we're blessed Ooh. to be next to a fire department for Grafton, which is our town. So that they're like right next to us, not too far away. So if there's ever things going on, if there's emergency going on, they need a fire truck, they need a ambulance, they go by. So that's probably the first thing I think of when I think of the color red. Also, apples are really good. So when I think of red, I think of apples. Uh, so those are my two, those are the two ones I mm. think. All right, next color, uh, we're going to go with orange. What do you think of when you think of the color orange? Donald Trump. And all the lefties going, orange, bad, bad. <laughs> Legend. Love that man. <laughs> and what about you? <laughs> uh, I think of my room because it's all I see all the time. If you are looking at my room on, I thought you were gonna say that, yeah. On this yeah. device you will see the orange color everywhere. I don't support these browns anymore, but the orange is still like reigns supreme in my room until further notice. 
uh, we'll see how things go down the line and what color it will be changed to. Probably blue, but we'll see. So, next color is the color mm-hmm. yellow. When you think of the color yellow, what do you think of, Brendan? Uh, when I was in Madrid <laughs> a number of years ago, I was like 17 at the time, I saw a yellow cardigan and a gray scarf. And they were just very different from what had been my style at the time. And I remember really, really wanting to pick them up. And then just said, nah, no one in Ireland dresses like that. So I left them on the shelf. Regretted it, even as I was walking the door. Came back to Ireland. Kind of began to find my own style. No mother stopped dressing me when I dressed myself. as a college kid and all that crack. And uh, just thought, you know what? Money I'd bought that yellow cardigan. Some days I'd still wake up in the middle of the night covered in bed sweat, thinking of that yellow cardigan. And whoever must be laughing himself silly going to bed each night, having one all day. <laughs> hashtag I'm over it. Hashtag not over it. <laughs> and what do you think of when you give yellow? Apart from all of your yellow jumpers and real Pikachu vibe. Yeah, going with the Pikachu vibe today. Uh, the sun, for sure. Uh, just it's uh, especially sunsets. Uh, this summer we got I got getting to work at Camp Patmos. Uh, it's there's nothing obstructing the how this the the horizon and the sun rising and the sun setting. So it's really cool to wake up early to go see the sunrise. I only did that once because that's only a thing you do once. <laughs> And seeing the sunset every night is is beautiful when you're there. Uh, and even even when it's stormy or cloudy, uh, watching watching what little of the sun goes down, or even if the the sun doesn't go down, just watching how it turns to dark is an impressive thing. That you know, living in the country, you have a bunch of trees, so it's hard to see where the sun actually goes down. Uh, but it was it's one of those beautiful things that. I think everyone can appreciate no matter where they are in the world is the sun setting and the sun rising. Uh, so that would be mine. Yellow, yellow sun, uh, is the color I think of, uh, green. The next color is green. Well, I do live in an Island that is called the Emerald Isle. So I think that one's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> um, we have a, quite a few expressions here. One of them is that we have 40 shades of green. Wherever you go, all you see is green all of the time. Unless you're in the concrete jungle that is Dublin city centre. But even they've got some really, really beautiful parks there. Um, so yeah, I, I, th- I think of Ireland, think of the adventure um, that we've been on through defeating colonialism, empire. Um, St. Patrick, originally he wore blue. Some historian fanatics might already know that. We've since redecorated him in green because of uh, the color of our natural landscape. Um, St. Patrick's Day, you know, all you see is green shamrocks everywhere. Guinness, our, our main drink, alcoholic drink, is green. Rivers are green. You know, the TV channels and every other nation celebrating us is green. Yeah, I just think of Ireland. <laughs> and my brother, because his favorite color is green. Mm. And what do you think of when you think of the color green? Well, green has always been my favorite color. I I love, I just love the different shades of green. I love what it uh, what it represents of growth mm-hmm. and grass. Uh, I probably 
uh, even even in saying that, it's probably grass. But I do genuinely when I when I see green or think of green, I do think of Ireland. I think of St. Patrick's Day. I think of all the wacky people who like to turn their uh, turn their bays or the lakes green because they pour in green dye for St. Patrick's Day. So I think of all those things, uh, but specifically Ireland and and what what green means to them and the Irish definitely. So green. Uh, moving on to, of course, now Brendan's favorite color, blue. What do you think of blue, Brendan? <laughs> Three things. One, myself. Because as you said, I do wear blue every single day. It's my favorite color. I've worn blue literally every day since I was seven. Um, I was at Bible Camp on the my second or third year there, day one. And my leader at the time was just really going overboard to try to like get me to like him. And I uh, just took the overly familiar approach as Christians typically do. It's like, hey, Brendan, you know, oh, wow, look, you're wearing blue. You wear blue every single day. And I was like, bruh, I met you two years ago. Didn't speak to you once. Met you later. Spoke to you a small handful of times. Pretty sure that's wrong. And then I said, challenge accepted, bruh. And, uh, yeah, I've been doing it ever since. Even if it means rewearing the same boxers and socks two, three days in a row. When desperate times call for desperate measures. But, hey, I thought through. <laughs> um, second thing I think of is one of my favorite songs of all time. Um, blue, da ba dee da ba die, am a dee, am a die, am a dee ba dee die, by Eiffel 45. And the third thing I think of is sovereignty. Because this might amaze some of you, uh, <laughs> given our last answers. But before green, blue was the national color of Ireland. Currently, our flag is green, white, and orange. Uh, green represents Catholics and nationalists. Orange represents Protestants. Um, might seem like a bit of a strange one. We had this little uh, controversial spat called the Battle of the Boyne. It's all related to, to that. And white represents peace between the two communities in Ireland. But before that, our national flag was actually an angel um, whose wings became a harp and the background was blue and it represented the sovereignty of an independent nation. And it's only in 1916 that we formally adopted the green, white and orange flag while uh, our the founding fathers of the Irish Republic fought for freedom in Dublin City Centre. Didn't do all that much for them. They all died. With the exception of one person, because she was a woman, which upset her. <laughs> she kind of wants to be taken out with the men. But uh, yeah, blue is actually original national color. So there you go. Learn something new every day, Americans. Indeed. And other continents. And they were all listening to, apart from Africa. And what does blue mean to you, Logan, other than, you know, moi? Yes. First thing is definitely Brendan. Brendan is blue personified. If you could, if blue had a person was a person, it would be Brendan. Uh, you can't, you can't un unsee that or unthink that <laughs> once once you get to that realization. Uh, I do, I do genuinely think of 
America because of the stars and the stars part of the stars and stripes. Okay. Uh, because it's such a beautiful mm, of right, okay. 50 states and how, like how far they've come to be all on the same page. There was a lot of times that if you look back mm-hmm. in history that, yeah, that wasn't going to happen. All the states got their own way of thinking and mindset, even in a country and a nation there's still division that happens and we've had civil wars. We've had mm. wars that happen. We've had people on both sides of the fences, but I do genuinely think of America when I think of the color blue, but most, uh, I, I do think, and, and part of that also comes with the second thing I think of, which is the sea. Um, because America stretches from sea to shining sea. So it stretches all the way yeah. across. So if you go to one side, you're on, you see the Atlantic ocean, you go to the other side, it's Pacific ocean. And how cool that is to to be in a country and a nation that that has that as part of their uh, hmm. part of the thing they talk about. So that's what I would say for yeah. me. Uh, next color is purple. Mm-hmm. What do you think of when you think of the color purple? Those mutated minions in Despicable Me Too, and just how absolutely terrifying they were, and utterly inappropriate for children's movie. <laughs> Yeah. Plus, I have a, a, a boot coming out in the next number of weeks, and there are purple characters in that. I won't say any more in case someone steals my idea, but uh, <laughs> I also think of them too. More news on that at a later point. <laughs> Yourself? Uh, ironically, I drew one of those purple minion things the other day. We were at a restaurant, and I was just sitting there messing with colors and I had a colored purple and I was just like making a circle. And then I'm like, at this point, it's got to be a minion because there's no way. It was a circle. And I was like, this looks like a minion. I'm going to go with the purple weird minions. One of those weird mohawks, a white and white and purple mohawks that like goes backwards. So yeah, made him look real cool. Uh, That's not the first thing I think of when I think of purple though. The first thing I think of purple is especially when I said the phrase, the color purple, I believe Oprah made some sort of movie about the color purple. And I never watched this movie. It just was like advertised out the wazoo. And for some reason, when someone mentions the color purple, that's the first thing I think of is just a bunch of, of, of Oprah movies that is focused on like an African-American lady who's doing something of some kind. I don't even know what the story was about. I just remember the movie being called The Color Purple. So that's that's the first thing that comes to my brain. It's also my sister's favorite color, so I do think of her when I think of purple. Um, Destroying monarchical families and rehabilitating political <laughs> perverts. Yeah. <laughs> Good old Oprah. <laughs> uh, Again, you get one. You get one. You get okay, Oprah. I, I'm okay with that one. Thanks, actually. The piece of my family was hard fought for. Thank you. <laughs> uh, all right. So next one. The next. The next couple. This oh, one. Man. This one might be okay, but the next two after it might be very politically charged. We'll see how Brendan takes it. Uh, but the next color we have is gray. So what do you think of the color gray? What what comes to mind, Brendan? I want to say the title of a book that will be coming out very soon. That was my answer, the purple one. Um, mice. 
I remember when I was like younger, whenever I'd see a big pile of dust, I think I, in my imagination there was always a mouse hidden within them that would just like you know like you know spring to life and just scoot across the floor, and uh, I had to you know ready my toes to touch them because being touched by a mouse was just the most terrifying thing I could think of at the time. First world problems, I know. Yeah, mice. <laughs> And what crosses your mind when you think of Grey? I think of... I think of Grey areas. As in, sometimes we find them in our culture, sometimes we mm. find them in our personal lives. But that's usually what I associate with the colors. Grey areas and how it's sort of... It sort of reminds me of how Jesus talks about the lukewarm Christians, how he spits them out that's what I think of when I think of gray is it's just a mixture of white and black and a mixture of good and evil and spit them out. <laughs> so that's, that's my thought process is on gray. All right. On to the politically charged colors. Uh, the color. White. And obviously white is evil and black is beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, sometimes I think of heaven. But obviously, like, you know, God is the father of, of, of heavenly lights. Heaven's a very colorful place. But, like, whenever you see, like, paintings of heaven, it's just super boring, this white, bland, and it's got nothing but, like, you know, a few flecks of gold and a few broken, archaic stones. Um, Not what heaven actually looks like, but just artistic renderings. But I also like to think of snow, because I love going outside at nighttime on a snowy night mm. and looking up at the stars and just seeing them shine extra brightly yeah snow is great for such a cold country we should get more snow <laughs> and what crosses your mind when you go white um i think of purity of of being pure and cleansed from your sins uh that, like you talked about snow, snow is very important because mm. it's a pure substance. And Most for those of snow. you who have seen snow in your life, you know that when it gets gray mm. or icky or yellow or blue or all these other weird colors that get poured onto snow, that it's no longer pure. It's not original mm. as to what it mm. was supposed to be. Um, so that's what I think of when I think of is just that cleansing of sin, the purity of that. And that's how we're supposed to, as Christians, be in in the light and in the white. So uh, on to the next fun color we have is black. What, what do you think of the color black, Brendan? Ooh. Black Lives Matter burning America to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> we had a, a, an, an off-street branch of those tried to like start something in Dublin city center, but they weren't long in being put in their place. <laughs> we had slave statues um, of uh, of Egyptians um, mm. outside one of our hotels, and uh, they're I mean they're 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 all they're iconic, and all of a sudden the hotel decided to be woke. And be like, oh, we are perpetuating, you know, a racial history. As if we've, like, Ireland, we just want to be a country who's left alone. As if we've ever gone to in, like, Egypt 
and run like you know capturing slaves but like we want to be distanced from this so uh they try to get rid of them but we absolutely slaughtered them in, in the media and it means in the end they had to back down and leave them where they were so uh yeah that's what i think of but also my bass guitar because my bass guitar is in a black uh what's it called it thingamabob uh it has a name case and every year i take it out for a maximum of 15 minutes and tell myself this is the year that i'm going to learn how to play it and every year i light myself with those 15 minutes so uh usually happens about november so yeah maybe uh three three and a half weeks away from 15 minutes of self-deception nice well Seeing as you have bass guitar, I have a regular guitar that I also do the same thing with. Maybe one of these days we should team up and make a song of some kind that is not the greatest uh, musically. <laughs> the worst of songs. <laughs> we'll write our own songs. We'll have a YouTube Noobs page. Noobs for Jesus. Our own songs. NFJ. Yeah. Who needs a podcast when you can write your own songs? Um <laughs> Uh, let's see. So NFTs, noobs for the Trinity. <laughs> uh, it's hard not to think of Black Lives Matter because that <sighs> jammed down everyone's throats for the longest time. Um, but I think to go against mm. that that mentality of thinking, I think of probably sort of what black represents, which is the evil, the not good side of it, you know, like hell, uh, darkness kind of thing. Not in that people, uh, you know, I don't want to get caught in a, mm. oh, the black lives matter, so black lives are terrible. Like, I don't want to get caught in that loop of thinking, but black is almost always throughout the mm. Bible a reflection of evil, darkness, hell, so it has nothing to do with skin tone. It has everything to do with uh, more morality and where your heart is. Um, so that's that's my thought process is on the color black. Uh, I think we have time for two more. So I'm going to go to my color wheel and pick. Let's go with magenta. When you see the color magenta, Brenton, or I, or I say that name, what do you think of? Household printers. Mm. because they're always looking for the ink magenta <laughs> and it's like babe why can't i just put in the black i want to print something in black and they're like no we need more magenta and i'm like no jacinta i call my home printer jacinta and i say no jacinta i just need the black all you need is black and she's like no i need cyan and magenta i'm like cop your stuff on jacinta you don't. So yeah, I think of Jacinta, I think of household printers, <laughs> and the tears I've shed. That's actually the same way my brain was going. <laughs> my brain was going down that same path. <laughs> uh, no way. Yeah, wow. it was going to be. It was going to be something to do That's with too printers, bad. I got but, in there first. Uh, I think another thing, enough. Another thing I think of. When I, I joke. Think I joke. When I think of it, is probably like hot pink being sort of annoyingly pink uh not the kind of pink that you're like oh you know that's a lovely that's mm. a lovely color but that you're like that's annoying that's over the top that's like extra um 
mm, yeah. in your face pink. Magenta is is in your face pink. <laughs> um, and let's finish. Let's finish with khaki. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. Let's finish with the color khaki. When wait, what do you think of when you think of the color? Or I say the word khaki. <laughs> Ooh. I had to get a suit bought for me when I was 11 years of age. And I think it was my first time being draped from head to toe in denim. It was very, very weird, a very strange sensation for my skin. And it was khaki green. And I remember being put, uh, putting it on in the changing room and thinking, oh my goodness, people actually wear this? And everyone outside the changing was like, oh, wow, you look so handsome. Oh, amazing. Oh, that suits you. Oh, new style. Uh. And I was thinking, uh-uh. And in the end, it was bought for me. And everyone just kept on complimenting it and saying how amazing it was. And eventually, it kind of grew on me. But then I think I had a growth spurt. Mm. And grew out of it after like two or three times. Or else it was accidentally put in a charity bag. Because I don't think I wore it all that often in the end. And what do you think of when you think of khaki? I think of those. I think of khakis as in the the pants. I think of the pants color that's like tan uh, that you wear mm. most of the time. Well, at least I, I wear most of the time. Uh, yeah, that that's usually my where my brain goes is just long pants that you that are almost dress pants, but are more like comfortable jeans maybe <laughs> uh and khakis go with a lot of different colored t-shirts yeah i'll just clarify brian and Arn is listening by this logan is referring to trousers not underwear <laughs> <laughs> that might cause some confusion for uh our gaelic audience oh brother already causing confusion today <laughs> Like he really focuses on underwear a lot. Is it going to fall into this? No, not really. This transitions well. Thankfully, we have a god who is not a god of confusion. He is a god of order and and so much more. Of He loves us, cares for us, and so that will transition into our Bible time today. We are going to Genesis chapter 9. As we talked about earlier, taking back the rainbow, this is where the rainbow originates from. This is why we have a rainbow is from God. It's not from whatever the world tells you it's from. So let's read Genesis chapter 9, verses 12 through 17. And God said, This is a sign of the covenant which I will make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for perpetual generations. I set, uh, I set my rainbow in the clouds, and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and earth. It shall be when I bring a cloud over the earth that the rainbow shall be seen in the cloud, and I will remember my covenant, which is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh. The water shall never again become a flood to destroy all the earth. The rainbow shall be in the cloud, and I will look unto it to remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is on the earth. And God said to Noah, This is the sign of the covenant which I have established between me and, me and all the flesh that is on the earth. So, here we have the account of God saying why he's given the rainbow. And so what it's supposed to represent, what it's supposed to mean. It's supposed to represent a covenant between earth 
and God that he will never flood the earth again. He's not going to destroy it in a flood, no matter what the political people will say these days, because there are political people out there who will say, we're going to have a flood again. We're going to have this again. It is, they think it will happen. It will not because Uh of God's promise that it won't. How dare you? (laughs) So it's a sign of that. And so the, when we see the rainbow, I think too often we've, we've allowed our culture to influence how we see it and what we think about it. When we see it, we think of it as a sign of pride for people, a sign of, uh, a sign of living in your own sexuality, whatever, whatever it is, it, it has a negative connotation if you're a Christian. And for those who are not saved or don't believe in a conservative mindset, it's, Oh, a sign of awesome, cool things. And, uh, as we as we think about this a little more it it's not supposed to be it's not supposed to be that like it's supposed to be a sign between god and us that he will never destroy earth again because let's be honest the reason he destroyed the earth was because humans were being terrible evil to each other and last i checked that still happens today so he definitely could he could destroy it with water again, wipe everyone out, start over again, because there's a lot of evil people in our day and age and in our world. Um, But he doesn't because of his promise that he gives here, and it's his faithfulness to us. So it, it is a sign of a covenant, not a sign of pride. It's a sign of God's loving kindness towards us, not a sign of being proud of something that you're doing or something, a choice that you're making, that the Bible would outright declare is wrong. Um, so as we think about this, think about and remember this week what the what the rainbow means, what the colors, what, what it actually means to have a rainbow. And start start thinking of that when you see the rainbow that people are raising up in pride, that it's really a symbol of the covenant that God has with us, that he won't destroy this earth again. Uh, Brendan, what, uh, what would you like to add or expound upon with this passage of scripture yeah no i i I like that a lot actually um and yeah well you know vincent logan brought them up let's focus on the alphabet people a little bit longer this whole thing about stealing an image that god created and you know basically sticking it up on every flagpole and building um in the biggest metropolitan cities um around the the world. I don't know what you think of it personally, friends. Obviously, when I saw this here, what I thought it was colonialism and empire. It was basically like hell's flags waving, saying, ha you can't speak against us. We've won. But let's remember why that rainbow was put in the sky in the first place. It was preceded by the flood. In the flood, There were angelic beings, angels, probably some of the host of heaven, some of the god. They looked at human women from on high, corporealized, did the nasty with them. It would be the equivalent of, like, you know, humans doing it with dogs or cats. Uh, Just different species, different kinds of creature, just abysmally, abominably wrong. And created the Nephilim, who were such a warlike, violent people, that the only merciful, loving thing God could do 
was then a flood and washed them all away. Now you have to remember God is love. And if that is love's only solution, you can only imagine just how bad it actually was. Second Peter two four says what God did with those angels. Because different fallen angels were punished in different ways. And says, For God did not spare angels when they sinned, but sent them to hell, where Tartarus, the abyss, the bottomless pit, putting them into gloomy dungeons to be held for judgment. If he did not spare the ancient world when he brought the flood and its ungodly people, who protected Noah, the preacher of righteousness, and seven others, yada yada yada. So with the fact with the the famine at work I make everything with the Great Irish Famine, if the flood was sent to eradicate beings who committed sexual immorality, isn't it almost darkly hilarious that the very people who know that they know that they know are living in abject defiance of God's decree for the human body, which hello, when you create your own human body you get to decide the rules first. And basically they're waving a flag which he had to put in the sky after dealing with sexual immorality. It's nonsense. Um, and as Christians, we have let the enemy gain significant ground. We've let biblical images get taken, warped and perverted. We've let churches close. Holy Spirit's been kicked out of heck a lot of churches over the last number of years. And in the smallness of our lives, and I know sometimes they can feel so small and we can feel so helpless and so weak, in the smallest smallness of our individual day-to-day lives, we still have the ability to show up and show Christ. To say, you know what? That's not hell's flag. That's not an image of darkness. That's an image from Most High God. How do we know that? The book of Revelation literally tells us that God has a rainbow shooting out of him and encircling his throne. Heaven does not recognize the rainbow has been stolen. So why do Christians surrender it on the earth? Makes no sense. So, in everything you do in life, you're going to see the enemy try to steal Jesus' name and make it a cuss word. The cherubim are full of eyeballs. And all around the world today, we see eyes representing evil eyes. Cleanse them. Start using them for God's glory. Rainbows. I know Christian kids who got in trouble and were almost kicked out of Christian schools for having rainbow cakes on their birthday. I mean, it's a biblical image, for goodness sakes. So determine in your own life, even the smallness, to say, you know what? I will not let what God has called good be called evil. I will not let what God has called evil be called good. Will it make you popular? No. Will people hate you? Yeah. Twist your words? Undoubtedly. Call you literal Hitler, fascist, xenophobic, homophobic, yada yada yada. Friends, they're all ready to do it behind your back anyway. <laughs> it really doesn't, you know, sting all that much after they've said it ten times to your face. You kind of get over it and realize they're just words. So show up, show Christ. Be noble. Be brave. Romans chapter 12. Hate evil. It's not popular. No one teaches it from the altar. But it's in the Bible. And love what's good. And when you do that, 
I believe you'll start growing in bravery and in authority. And some people will look at you, they may not agree with you, but they will see that you are a quality person of integrity. And in the amazing, exciting days we're stepping into, where people will be, will have seen the deception that they've settled for falling around their ears, they'll look for truth. They will look for authenticity. They will look for Christ. And you will be the answer. But don't show up when revival hits the earth and justice hits the earth like a wave and suddenly have all the answers then. Start doing it now. Don't be a prophet after the fact. Start teaching the revelation of God ahead of the mighty move of the Holy Spirit that's just around the corner that you will see this side of the new year. All right, Broski, you want to close us out or free us out or say something to encourage God's kids? Yeah, yeah, I can uh, close us and pray us out. Uh, again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for enjoying. Uh, all we ask is if you're interested in getting to know us or talk to us more, send us a message from Dublin to Cleveland, gmail.com. Uh, if you'd like to get a shirt, you can buy it in the link in below and share this with your friends. Uh, the more you're able to give off, give this to other people where they can hear the truth and hear uh, hear from God's word is more people that come to know him and more people that will hear him. It takes a ton of time for people to have that interaction with God's word before they truly accept it. And the more often you're able to share that with people, the, the better off it'll be. So do that. Share share this video. Share others with your friends and uh, help us help us get Jesus Christ's name out there to more and more people. That that's really our goal. That's it's not about us. It's about Him. Um, so with that, let's close in prayer, and I will send you off to your weeks and weekends, wherever and whenever you're listening to this. Jesus, we thank for, we're thankful so much for this day. We're thankful that we're able to have this chat over seas, um, seas to shining seas. Um, we're thankful that you uh, have given us an opportunity to speak and share your word today. Lord, I pray that it would go forth. It would help to change and uh, affect hearts and change hearts. Lord, we, we are thankful for your rainbow. We're thankful that you gave it to us to uh, to show that you won't destroy the earth again, that you're, commit, you're committed to not doing that, even even as people say and claim that he will, that it will happen again, it's it won't because of your faithfulness. We're thankful for that. We're thankful um, for each and every one who's listening. Mm -hmm. We're thankful for what you do uh, in their lives and what you will continue to do in their lives. We pray that you continue to be faithful and change hearts and grow hearts. Um, I pray that you do that in Brendan's heart as well as my own that we would look more and more like you as the days go forward. And uh, we pray that uh, you would return for us soon. And if not, that you would uh, continue to work your will out on the earth and bring about uh, justice and, um, and your rule and reign uh, and your kingdom here, even before we see you one day in heaven. Uh, give us a good rest of the day today. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much, friends. We will see you next time. Amen. Adios, amigos. See you later.